children matter most. Prioritizing the health and welfare of children in the United Methodist Church. With Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff from the Children's Matters Most Initiative. On episode number 30 of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. And my prayer is for all children, all children across the globe to be able to thrive and have positive and affirmation, positive affirmations for their life and, and to thrive as healthy children uh, in the world. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people. Welcome to the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. And on this podcast, we always seek to share an encouraging word for a discouraged world. In this episode, we're going to be talking about children. In January of 2020, uh, Bishop Trumbull was involved with helping to create what has become known as the Children Matters Most initiative, which is prioritizing the health and welfare of children in our United Methodist churches and in partnership with community groups and community agencies focusing on the needs and the health and welfare and the safety of children. And so today we have as our special guest on to be encouraged, Emily Crash, who's the Associate Director of Leadership Development for Emerging Leaders and is the staff person responsible for Children's Matters Most. We also have Reverend Jen Huff, who is involved with the mission, is the missions coordinator of the United Methodist Church in Indiana, and is the chairperson of the Children's Matters Most uh, Initiative. Today we're going to be talking with them here on part one of a two-part interview about the faith story of Emily and Jen. And then we're going to talk about what led them into this area of children's ministry. Then we're going to talk about the Children's Matters most in terms of its purpose, its priorities, what's it all about. We'll talk about some information gleaned from a recent conference that uh, that the Children's Matters most uh, folks had and how the learnings from that conference are part of the creating of resources that are available to local churches and to help them partner with other agencies as well. Such an important thing. Uh, sometimes in churches we think as many churches don't have many children. But the fact is there are always children in the community 
and the United Methodist Churches always, as Jesus said, to place a priority on children. This is part one of a two-part episode. Episode number 32 will be out in the next week or so. We will talk about the emphasis on partnerships in communities and how the needs of safety and security can be prioritized. But right now, let's get into this conversation with uh, Bishop Julius C. Trimble and Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff on the To Be Encouraged podcast. Let's get into that conversation right now. And today we have two special guests with us on, on To Be Encouraged. It's involved with the initiative called Children Matter Most. Emily Crash is the Associate Director of Leadership Development and Emerging Leaders in the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church, and she's been involved intimately with this program. And Reverend Jen Huff is the Missions Coordinator for the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church and the Chairperson of Children Matter Most. Bishop, help us welcome these two fine guests to To Be Encouraged. Welcome, my friends and colleagues, Jen and Emily. We're so pleased to hear from you and uh, those who will hear this podcast uh, will be inspired by the opportunity for anyone and everyone to be engaged in making life better for the children of the world and for the children of Indiana in particular. So thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Well, thanks for sharing that welcome. And Emily and Jen, we are welcome you to the podcast. And Emily, I want to start with you if I can. Uh, just I really like to have kind of a foundation of who we're talking to before we kind of get into the topic at hand. And that, that really means a little bit about your faith story, a little bit of how, give us just kind of the synopsis of how you came to Christ in the first place and how that walk kind of led you to what you do uh, right now. Sure. Thanks. It's great to be with you all. Uh, I can say that for me, growing up in the United Methodist Church as a child, I have fond memories of children's moments at the church and opportunities to be a part of children's and youth ministry in my churches and knowing that I was supported and encouraged as I was in attendance at worship and spending time with leaders within the church as a young person. For me, that moment when I knew that I needed God, though, came when I was 12 years old and had experienced a, a death in um, an unexpected way of a young person in my life. And during that time, it led me to all kinds of questions about the presence of God and had fantastic support of church leaders as well as parents and family friends. And it was then that I began to truly understand that in of really difficult things, even as a young person, that God was with me and offered me an amazing love and an amazing grace that I needed at that time as a 12-year-old. Um, and I will tell you then, as I continued to grow up in the church and was a part of youth group, and it was a significant part of my development as a young leader, had another moment when I was trying to understand what I was called to do and be and actually had a significant moment of doubt where I thought, I just do not know the Bible well enough. Like, I, I don't know all these things that you're supposed to know if I'm going to go into ministry. And, and it was in that moment where God, again, just gave me the courage and the confidence to say, well, that's why you keep learning. And that's why you keep growing. 
and had many opportunities within my youth group as a teenager to experience some different leadership moments that helped me know that this was something I was being asked to do with my life. And so became a director of youth ministry after completing um, a degree in youth ministry and have loved the opportunity to work with young people all the years of my career in ministry so far. I will tell you, I ended up with the working within the conference here in Indiana because I began as a long time youth director in a church to really feel a sense and need for leadership development within the lives of the church. And that was when I pursued further education and said, I want to be a part of what it means to help as many churches as I can and as many children and youth as I can to continue to grow as leaders so that they can have the courage and the confidence to follow the calling that they have. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you for uh, sharing that, Emily. And then uh, uh, Jen, uh, Reverend Jen Huff, uh, a person I've known for, for some time, and but she is just a, her own story of faith and coming to Christ that I know that you have, and then how that led you into the work of missions and in the local church. Uh, just to introduce yourself to uh, our listeners here on To Be Courage about your faith story. Okay. I grew up in the church. My parents switched between Presbyterian and United Methodist churches. My mom served in churches after um, she switched over from her teaching career. And so I got to see her leadership as director of Christian education in a variety of settings. When um, she got moved to a different church, um, it was then up to myself and my dad to decide if we were going to drive the hour in Illinois to go to her church or if we wanted to plant our roots somewhere else. So we actually went back to a church we had started going to when we moved to Naperville, Illinois. And um, I had already been through confirmation at the church that was directly across the street from the church. And I decided that I should go through confirmation with my peers again, who I'd be going to high school with. Bishop, I know that you had had some things that you had wanted to share about Children Matter Most and some thoughts about children's ministry. Yeah, what do you have to share here today? Absolutely. Uh, and, and and I know that most people uh, either have very positive or sometimes they maybe even have some negative or sad experiences even of their own childhood or of children in their communities. And my prayer is for all children, all children across the globe to be able to thrive and have positive and affirmation, positive affirmations for their life and and to thrive as healthy children uh, in the world. The Bible says in, in Psalms, children are a gift from God. Psalm 127, uh, verse 3. Isaiah 54, 13 says, All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the prosperity of your children. There's an African proverb that says, you do not have to teach a child about God. God is self-evident to children. Uh, there's a lot of data on the state of children in Indiana and across the across the United States in particular. And one of the places where you can get some of that information is from the Annie E. Casey Foundation. Uh, uh, and I just want to share a couple of 
data points about American kids and mental health. The, corona, the coronavirus pandemic has brought children trauma and tremendous loss over the past two and a half years. We know that just from the challenges of, edu of having school um, uh, and being online for school. The health crisis has killed more than 1 million people in America, including more than 1,600 children have died from coronavirus. During the same time span, more than 200,000 kids lost a parent or primary caregiver to the virus. Think about that. So a lot of children have lost parents in the last two years um, due to the coronavirus. These conditions have helped fuel what the U.S. Surgeon General has called a mental health pandemic for youth and children. The incidence of anxiety and depression among kids has skyrocketed. Comparing pre-pandemic to the first year of COVID-19 crisis, the share of children struggling to make it through the day rose nearly 26%. All of that data really points to the fact that the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic has impacted everybody. And it also has impacted children. And we often don't talk about that very much. It's like a, there's been a pandemic amidst within the pandemic, the pandemic of trauma to children and communities, while we have all, all been dealing with the, the, the pandemic. So one of the things that we are doing through Children Matter Most, and Emily and Jen can talk about this at, at length, it's a prioritizing meeting kids at their basic, with their basic needs and meeting kids where they are whether it's in our churches, whether it's in our school, whether it's in our after-school programs, whether it's in our communities, meeting kids and meeting children where they are. Children need a solid foundation. They need nutritious food, stable housing, safe neighborhoods, and they need people who love and care for them. Sometimes that's the parents, and sometimes that's people who are not their biological parents. So in, in January 2020, really, the, the vision was cast for an emphasis in the Indiana Conference uh, on Children Matter Most. And not long after that, the pandemic began to take off. But what did not stop was the team that came together to focus and to encourage and to inspire a whole annual conference to embrace as a mission of priority children, children, youth and families that are impacted. So I'm so pleased for the work that's happening and Jen and Emily can talk at length about yeah. some of the things Children Matter Most have done. What kind of things would you like to learn, Bishop, about the uh, from Emily and Jen about what the event they've had and about Children Matter Most? What questions do you have of them? Well, well, I, I, I just wanted to learn. I, I missed it, but I, the, the afterglow of the event is just is rippling all across the country and the state. So. Uh, it sounds like that it was not only a marvelous event, but it really uh, spoke to some of the needs and concerns people had. Well, Emily, why don't you tell us a bit about the event that you had? What was the purpose of it? And what is uh, Children Matter Most? What, what, what's happening here with this movement? Absolutely. Um, we had the opportunity as a Children Matter Most team to host the event called All In. 
um, on October 1st, and it was an opportunity for people to engage in our focus areas for Children Matter Most, um, which Bishop has already spoken to a bit, but the three areas include nonviolence, food insecurity, and partnering with schools. And so our guest speaker at the event was Angelo Monte, and he spoke about the ministry that he is a part of in Fort Wayne and the need for peacemaking and peacekeeping, and especially the work that he's doing within a local high school in Fort Wayne. And it was very inspiring. It was meaningful for all of us to consider uh, the realities that are happening within our local schools and what it means for us to be people of nonviolence and to teach nonviolence. Uh, we also had the opportunity to have many breakout sessions with leaders all throughout the state of Indiana who represented different organizations who are doing significant work to impact the lives of children. And through those breakout sessions, people had the opportunity to focus in a little bit on some of the different areas that we've been talking about and have been providing resources for in regards to Children Matter Most. I'll speak specifically to one and then I'm sure Jen can speak to some others as well that she has heard have had an impact. But uh, we continue to have a focus on partnering with schools. And so often we hear churches when we start to talk about children say, well, we don't have any children in our church. And we understand that statement and understand that for you, it is a true statement in terms of who's walking in your doors on a Sunday morning. And yet we also know that there are children in the community and there has to be a school somewhere nearby your church where children are attending. And so we want to continue to help churches understand there are many ways that you can still be involved in your community and with children by finding ways to even partner with schools. And we've had some team members for Children Matter Most who have done fantastic work sharing their stories about ways that you can engage with local schools. I have this document that we came um, across from the Lewis Center for Church Leadership along the lines of ways you can engage with local schools. And it's one of those resources on our website that we finally got to spend some time at this event with one of our speakers um, in our presentation breakout time with Sarah Daniels um, and Stacy Downing being able to actually teach this material and talk about how to engage with schools. And so that's just one of our focus areas that people got to spend some time having significant conversations about what does that look like in their context? What does that look like in your community? And so we loved the opportunity to be together and sense that energy and that excitement about the opportunities that are right there, right in front of us oftentimes in our communities with children because of the great needs that they do have and knowing that there's so many fantastic organizations in our state who are helping us learn more and providing resources that we can utilize to be able to make that connection with kids. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we've heard a little bit about kind of history and background of the need from Bishop, uh, from Bishop Trimble and Emily, you're speaking about this event that you've had to provide the tools and that type of thing to help apply them. Jen, can you speak to what are the app the, the takeaways, the applicable things that uh, a local church pastor, if I'm a local church pastor, or if I'm a local church uh, 
youth group leader or a teacher, a layperson who's a teacher in a local school, and you see some needs of children in your kindergarten class, what are some practical applications of the Children's Matter Most Initiative going to do in terms of practically meeting the needs of the children of those uh, in those communities? So Children Matter Most, our team is um, a team that can resource other groups. It is an umbrella organization so that we can help all of our different local churches and departments within our conference office um, complete a lot of the work that needs to be done and support them. Um, So at that event, we heard from other groups um, about um, foster care and adoption. Um, We learned about project transformation um, and other neighborhood resources. Um, But what we encourage people to do is this is about building relationships. So sometimes we can go in and do one thing and be done. But other times it's about finding out from your school, not just the neighborhood. Also, that's important. But finding out from the teachers and the administration, what are you seeing in your classrooms? Um, What are you seeing at lunch and at recess? What are the needs? Maybe you go in and you be a community reader over and over again. Maybe you go um, be a part of a lunch buddy program or a reading buddy program. Um, It's really going to change from community to community what is needed. And um, maybe it's they are seeing a lot of people being raised by grandparents or in foster care. How can your church wrap around those families to offer them supports? Um, And sometimes if people hear that, they'll say, I can't be a foster parent. Well, a lot of these organizations, that's not what they're asking them to do. They're helping maybe go mow their lawn or bring them a meal um, or the grandparents help them um, with what they may not feel equipped to be able to do um, in that new situation for them. So um, really just seeking to build those relationships and walking alongside people and doing ministry with them. Perhaps the need isn't to be done inside your church. Perhaps it's something that needs to be done in the community. Many thanks to Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff for being our guest today on the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. I hope you had some great takeaways from this episode number 30, where we talked about the purpose of the Children's Matters Most Initiative, how it is all about providing a safe and secure place in partnership in our communities to make our communities the best place possible for our children. And no matter if you have children in your church or not, about there's always children in your community, there's always a school, there's always a place to make a connection. You can get to more information about the Children's Matters Most initiative by going to their website, and we'll put a link to that website at our website, which is www.tobeencouraged.com, and we'll also put contact information for Emily and uh, Reverend Jen there as well. We want to invite you to tune again next week for episode number 31, where we continue this two-part series of uh, messages about Children's Matters Most with uh, with Emily and Reverend Jen. We're going to emphasize how the, the Children's Matters Most is about being in cooperation and in partnership with community entities, schools and other entities that serve the needs of children for safety, security, and to be a welcoming place for the faith community. 
And uh, certainly Bishop Trimble will share more from a biblical basis and about a theological foundation and his own emphasis on how he's been involved with the Children's Matters Most initiative. And remember, friends, you know, if we don't have uh, a vite, if, if we are not involved with children's ministry and, and loving the children of our community, uh, then really we are falling down from what uh, Jesus would have us be about to let the children come to us and let us be serving the children. It's what we're all about as the United Methodist Church. We uh, invite you to join us next time on episode number 31 as we continue this conversation. And certainly check out all episodes of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble at tobeencouraged.com. Until next time, friends, I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, always encouraging you to do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen, to be encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E. E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D dot com or connect through Apple Podcast where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble and never forget, God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it.